This is Radio Maria, and this is your Culture Tuesday for Tuesday, January 11th. Thank you for joining us. Today we have Father Toby on. Hello, Father Toby. Hello, and a Happy New Year and a sort of belated Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Father Toby, you're in London. Uh, were you in London for New Year's? I guess is the real question. Uh, yes, I was. Did yeah. you get to see the fireworks? No, I didn't. Oh. We... So that provides a rather dull conclusion to that question. <laughs> we, I was in America and this was the lovely part of it. So I thought in my head, all right, it is, uh, what time was it? It was, 12, it was, it was uh, six o'clock or something. Well, it was nine o'clock at night and we had our bonfire and I have little ones and it was time for them to go to bed. And I, I haven't stayed up for full disclosure, everybody. I haven't stayed up till midnight for New Year's Eve in forever. So, with my American family, we turned on the BBC's uh, uh, production broadcast of the London 2022 New Year's fireworks. So I, in my mind, was celebrating with you, Father Toby. I kept saying, oh, somewhere in that group is Father Toby cheering away. No, no, no. (laughs) But the fireworks were lovely. I did watch a bit of it on TV as well. So, you know, in a sense, we were sharing the same experience. Yes. Um, yes. But I have to say, I didn't particularly like the um, the kind of the LEDs and the, the sky drones. type thing. Oh, see, that the was drones, the coolest part for my drones. sons. It didn't didn't really do it for me. I prefer fireworks. No. I, 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 too, I, much drone, too much drone. Too much explosions. <laughs> I, I always get worried. I always get worried if one of the drones will get hit by a firework and then how expensive is that? And will that throw off their whole little synchronization thing? Stress. Stress. Oh, well, there you have it. So happy, happy New Year. Have you made any New Year's resolutions, Father Toby? Um, no, not, not really. No. No, he's not done it. He's not. Is there any particular reason you just didn't get around to it? Are you done with resolutions? Who needs resolutions? The um the the reason is I think because most of the sort of the, the resolutions that I would I would make um well first of all I've generally not had much luck with uh with keeping New Year's resolutions and I think a, a part of that is just the 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 timing is is wrong and 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 difficult to to make the sort of significant um changes that people might seek to make with a new year's resolution so i think the whole idea of behind it is really really good and positive but i think um i think it's a difficult time of year to uh to to make to make a, a big a big resolution Agreed, agreed, because uh, as we know, the Christmas festivities don't end until ours ended on the 9th, on the the baptism of the Lord. So we were still eating and having fun all the way up to then. Is there a a better time of the year? Well, I think what what I sort of might suggest to to people is, is that sort of, embark on some sort of additional like spirit spiritual reading um in in the in the new year and use that to sort of reflect upon what what do i what do i need to change in my my life in order to to lead me closer to to god 
and be sort of thinking seriously about that with a view to sort of putting it in place in in in, in Lent, um, which is a which is a great time because then the whole liturgy, the whole of the the whole of the church is sort of in in this sort of intensification of the the desire to become uh, to become holier, and and it also suggests that sort of good good resolutions are, are easier more easily kept in where, where there's accountability to 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 others um so i know for my own part a couple of times i've um joined a, a an exodus 90 group and sort of ex exodus is a is a sort of a general sort of asceticism plan and i, I it's designed for focused at men um, I think there is a, a women's equivalent, but I can't remember the the name of that off the top of my head. But accountability with with resolutions helps an enormous amount as well, because you know the church is the the, the body of Christ, and and we should use all the all the supports um, that we can have, and that means the the support of the saints in heaven, but also those with whom we're journeying um, on earth. And it's much easier to do to do things with other people and. And part of our silliness is like you know that sometimes we find it more embarrassing to to tell another person um, that we've slipped up, and that can that can provide us with the with the desire to to sort of persist in the in the difficult good. Um, you know, God should be that primary motivation, but sometimes the the shame of telling somebody whose respect we want that we failed in this can actually provide the the prompt. Um, Let's use every every possible motivation to do the good that we can lay our hands upon. Ooh, ooh, I like that, Father Toby. So when you said this whole Exodus ninety thing, I was like, "What is this you're talking about?" And I looked, and so on their blog site, they actually agree with you that the New Year's is not the right time to start these resolutions. They don't start until January seventeenth. Okay, with so that'd be. I hadn't actually, I'm glad it says that I hadn't actually looked at the... Um, <laughs> so you can still start. start. You can right. do it this year yeah. if you so want. That's a, that's a happy thing. But the, the part of the idea with, with Exodus 90 is that um sort of that there are various sort of modern sort of psychological studies which seem to suggest that it that it takes 90, 90 days to uh to in, to instill a, a new habit. And so the the setting of that date will um, will be such that it's that it's 90, 90 days until we arrive um, at Easter. Oh, I love that! Oh, I love that! I need to find the women. I will. I will. I will not do it now, but I will look later for the women's version. Excellent, Exodus ninety. So you did mention uh, maybe perhaps bringing scripture more into your lives. So Father Toby. I had been thinking about this last year because I, full disclosure, am, am not very good with my Bible quotes or even getting my stories right in from the Bible. So I have taken the plunge after I think Alessio from Radio Maria has suggested this. Uh, I think Moro from London suggested this. But I'm doing the 300... 65 Days, the Bible in a Year course with Father Mike Schmitz. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a fantastic idea. And, and I I think in a sort of 
it's the sort of resolution that you can take up at the start of the year because it's just like adding something that's 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 easy to do and it, and it's and it's enjoyable as well and, and father mike's um fantastic and this uh you know bible in a year is a it's a real real gift because part part of the problem i think with you know when people decide to do the 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 bible the bible in a year and they do it um by themselves uh, is that pretty soon the, the the scriptures get hard to hard to understand um or at least hard to understand the relevance of this to to living life as a as a catholic now and so with the with the bible near you have a, a really really sensible um division of the of the scriptures um they're divided so that you're you're working your way through salvation history so that there is a, a sort of a continuous narrative which you're a part of and, and as human beings we're, we're naturally story storytellers and 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 story sort of hit hearers um and if there's if there's not a plot if there's not a story we we often lose interest and find it difficult so you've got that in the way that it's set out um but also Im importantly you know as catholics we're supposed to read scripture in the church and here you have a, a, a brilliant priest who um, who is expounding the, the scriptures for for us, help, helping us to to understand um, what they what they mean. And so we're not sort of going to fall in the error of just going off on our sort of own errant um, in, interpretation, and we're not going to be left lost and um, and floundering. So yeah, I, I couldn't recommend highly enough the Bible in a year. Um, podcast and actually on my I think my homily Sunday before last uh, I told spoke about the way that we listen to the to the word of God um, and uh, yeah promoted the Bible in the Year podcast oh it's um it's totally true because it, it doesn't take long till I think it was just it was day three <laughs> where no yeah day three or day four uh where they there's a list of all the names of uh and then from adam came this and then this and then this and then you're like oh what does this do what is it but it's it was it was lovely and i i didn't know that adam and eve had three sons father toby i think in in the bible in the picture book bible stories it's all about cain and abel look at this story but no one ever talks about seth so I, I was, I, you're probably thinking, Father Toby. Oh, she didn't know about Seth. Oh, who am I talking to? There you go. Good, good job. You, you can't see my sad, disappointed face I on know, radio. I know. Well, you, my mother had that face. I was like, Mom, did you know about this Seth guy? And she was like, Yes. And I was like, Oh, oh. But I know, listeners. I know many of you out there are like, what? There's a third son from Adam and Eve? Yes, Seth. He is how we continue the image of God through our line. So it has been really great. Um, it's also uh, Abraham right now. So for you or anybody else listening that's through the 365 days and we're on day 11, uh, we're in the story of Abraham now, Father Toby. And my goodness, all again, I just know the picture book story about he takes his son up the hill. Little did I know, did he about his him and his wife and the silliness that he gets up to uh, trying to please others. <laughs> But it's yeah, it, it yeah, reminds and, me of the and, humanity and more than and yeah and also you know and the fact that he does it twice twice he does it twice um, yeah 
which is both a, a, a constellation um, and, a, and a, I think at some point sort of Jeff Cavins who, who sort of who devised this Bible reading plan um, and has written a, an excellent book called Walk, Walking with God, which uh, which could be read alongside the, the, the Bible in a, in a year. Um, he speaks about how sort of, you know, if we're dismissive about the Old Testament, then perhaps we're, we're missing the, or, or, or thinking the Old Testament is, is irrelevant in a certain way. Um, then we should remember that often the Old Testament holds up a mirror to us. Um, yeah. And if we, if we don't see ourselves in the Old Testament, then either we're pretty holy and, uh, and we'll, we'll recognize um, the, the need for it because we're, because we're holy or we're a little bit deluded. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It didn't take me long to be like, oh, Cain, that's, that's me. Oh, jealous of my sister. So that is one of my resolutions. And it, like you said, it's it's not much. It's it's fine to start at the beginning of the year. I think uh and then I've 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 before I started looking at my years, this is the first time I've done this as well, is I really wanted to make sure that I like you said there's accountability. So the first person I wanted to share it with was in prayer. So uh, I I'd have People have been telling me about this year in a program and then this other stuff I'm going to be doing for my year's, New Year's resolution. And I was like, okay, well, let's first let's first talk about it with God. So in all my prayers, Father Toby, I went on and on and on. Blah, 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 blah. And then after our, our weeks and weeks together, Father Toby, I've taken your advice and I was silent and had some time to uh, get the Lord, uh, let him have some time to speak. And Father Toby, he did, he did, <laughs> because it was just um, uh, my my phone bleeped, and I was like, oh, "What's that?" And then I was like, "Oh!" And then as you know, I get on your phone, I'm like, "Oh, there's another message. There's another message." And there was a Facebook post about uh, uh, Bible in a year having a billboard in Times Square. So I said, "Oh, there, there you go, God. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Here we go. Here we go." And I've been sharing it with my friends and family, and now you guys, listeners, you have to keep me on track keep me on track and it's 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 been fun so far yeah and and one thing i'd i'd say i'd say with with this is um you know we are aiming a, a, to, to become perfect um jesus tells us you know be 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 perfect as your as your heavenly father is is perfect but there is also um that wise saying about that you know perfection can be the enemy of the good um and we one of the reasons sometimes why we we give up on our on our resolutions is because we we fail and we think oh you know well it's over now what's the point I, I i failed and that's a little bit of a sort of a pride thing as if this thing was was always about the kind of the success about the actual rather than the actual good of the thing itself and so you know we can start with enthusiasm and we're listening to an episode every day and then, you know, life just gets in the way and we miss two, three, four days. And then the idea of sort of catching up, listening to five episodes in a day mm -hmm. becomes so daunting that we that we that we, we say we're going to do it. And then we don't have time to do five episodes that day. And so we're like, OK, tomorrow I'll do six or on Sunday. Yes, on Sunday I'll have free time. I'm going to do seven and it just won't happen. Mm. So just say, OK. I missed I missed a couple of days um 
and that's fine. I missed a couple of days uh, and I'll just listen to one one tomorrow. And it might be that it takes you 18 months to get to get through it. Uh, it might be that it takes you two years. That that's that's fine. But just try and develop the habit of uh, of of, list, of listening to it, um, and it will re reward you enormously. Um, but then that's the helpful thing about if you say, well, actually, I'm going to I'm going to commit to do this with 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 somebody else, um, and that can give us the little the little prompt. Oh, well, I said I'd meet with this person for a for a coffee to just sort of discuss some of what we listened to this week and that can be a little a little a little push to do it that we that we wouldn't have if we were doing it by ourselves so you know use the human helps as well as the divine ones definitely and that brings me nicely nicely father toby to my second resolution is keeping a community involved so that is their uh I, I've we're hoping to do more scripture readings and whatnot on Radio Maria and listeners we need you to hold us accountable and we need you to be part of that dialogue as well to have that discussion because then we become you're going to be blessing me you're going to be blessing our fellow listeners you'll be blessing Father Toby all of us in that dialogue and in that community building my my second goal was to have I, I had a very I always thought of myself as an optimist, Father Toby. That might surprise you, but I find myself as an optimist. <laughs> and I was handed a book from uh, my sister's parish. Again, this is like God, just like Helena. Here you go. Uh, it's not my parish. It had it was a lovely parish in Savannah, uh, Saint Joseph's. What Saint Joseph's uh, parish? It had. Uh, it's just beautiful stained glass windows but they gave every one of their parishioners this book and it's called beautiful hope finding hope every day in a broken world and i had ended last year telling everybody oh i'm an optimist this is gonna it's gonna be working and on the plane ride over i was reading a little bit of it and in it it, it was saying about how op um optimism isn't the thing the optim uh, the Pope says, the, the Pope Francis has the introduction to this book and he writes, hope never disappoints. Optimism disappoints, but hope does not. And just reading through the Pope's uh, thoughts on hope has really made me think, whoa, I have been thinking about this wrong and I want to change it to hope, which is which you can have because it's simply God walking with you. And I've never had a problem, Father Toby, with knowing God's with me, God's with me. But in, in a way, as you said before, it was me thinking I can shoulder all this myself, I, myself. But no, yeah. I'm going to bring that community. I'm going to bring in God. I've got my little friend, God, hope, Holy Spirit with me. I love the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to continue that hope to others so that hopefully when we all have this bit of hope, That'll help the community, which will then help me, which will then help you. And it'll be it'll be nice. So hope is my yeah. second resolution. Well, this sort of here, um, you know, as you say, hope and optimism are, are often um, confused. Uh, and I would say that sort of optimism and, and pessimism, they're they're sort of temperaments um, which 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 people just just have. And it's very hard. The person who's pessimistic um, 
you know, is never really going to change their temperament such that they become an optimistic person. And so the op the optimist might be the person who says it's pouring down with rain and, you know, they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sure the sun will break through later. And the pessimist just goes, oh, you know, this is, you know, it's going to rain all week um, now. Uh, and 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 they just are sort of like, like our natural dispositions to to events, but hope um, hope is a theological virtue. Um, it's a it's a it's a gift from from God, and it ultimately relates to uh, to to our belief about about heaven and the end of life. And hope um, hope is that virtue which says that you know despite despite the difficulty. Um, you know, recognizing that the arduousness of the Christian life, that heaven is possible, and not just possible in the abstract, but possible, but possible for me. Um, and so, sort of, the 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 pessimist and the person who thinks, oh, it's always going to be difficult. That's fine. They can still have the theological virtue of hope, that that hope which is a is a gift from gift from God. But there is also a, a kind of a, a say a human a human hope um a hope which is involved in the in the sort of the cultivation of the the virtue of, of fortitude um and fortitude is what we call one of the cardinal virtues or acquired virtues um you know in that that's a, a virtue that i can that i can work on my myself um aided by god's god's grace um but you know there is something i can do in this myself but the theological virtue of hope the fact that sort of heaven, heaven though, though difficult, is is possible. That's a gift from God. That's something that I that I receive. But I can do things in my life that help make me more receptive to that to that gift. And part of that will be listening to uh, listening to the scriptures, to hearing how, in spite of all the difficulties, in spite of all the trials that Israel undergoes, nonetheless. God is always active. God is always leading them into the promised land. And even when it looks sort of beyond human hope that they will get there, nonetheless, God finds a way to get them there. Yes, yes, Father Toby, yes, yes, yes. And it's that, it's that gift of hope. And like you said, describing it as a gift as well just feels me feels whoever with joy and that want to share that joy to share that want to do good that hope that happiness with others so hopefully working on my own hope will help uh, spread some joy to others yeah. There's um the one one other thing I would say on the the Bible in the podcast and your and and what you said about having more more scriptures on on Radio Maria is that sort of in, increasingly I've, I've become more aware of the sort of the importance of of listening to scripture. I, I remember my um old parish priest um now 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 deceased so God rest his soul, Father Digby Samuels in in Wapping. Where I used to go to to church before I I joined the order, and I was once um, he saw me clearly re reading my Magnificat as as he was sort of proclaiming the the gospel, and he and he said to me um, afterwards, and and he was the least authoritarian sort of clericalist priest you could ever imagine, but he said to me, um, 
Toby, you're you're not you're not supposed to read the the gospel um in 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 church. And I was a little bit taken aback, a little bit affronted, um, and you know, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, re- reading it is good because it it helps me sort of focus on the on on the words. Like, how can he possibly you know have a problem with reading the gospel as as he's speaking it? But he's he's absolutely right. Um, even though I didn't instantly realise it in the moment, maybe he didn't give me the explanation I needed. Um, but uh, but there's there's something special about the proclamation um, of the gospel, and there's something special about listening to the scriptures. Because first and foremost, the, the the proper place for the scriptures is in the church. Um, the 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 scriptures, you know, belong to the to the to the church. It's the church both the, that has, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, has determined what is properly scripture. And it's also the the church who 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 guided by the Holy Spirit helps us um, un- understand the, the the true meaning of Scripture and not fall into um, into dangerous mis- misinterpretations. But there's also something very very important about listening to Scripture, about being in that receptive mode. Um, there's something truly sort of Marian about listening to the scriptures, as 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 Luke tells us several times, and Mary pondered all these things in in her heart, um, and we spend so much of our lives in sort of active moment, and the the sort of the word passive is is generally used to sort of denigrate, and it's bad to be passive, but actually in the in in the in the in the spiritual life, we we need to be receptive. Um, the the our, our lives of, of faith should should start first by listening, and then and then and then doing. Um, and so it's a really helpful training um, for us for for all of our prayer life um, to to go to church or to listen to the scriptures on the on the on the on the radio, and to. And to kind of not be doing in the way that we do when we read, but to be truly attentive, um, to be truly listening. And we might find actually, do you know, what? I'm not very good at listening or my mind just immediately strays. And, oh, it would be easier if I was just reading it at the same time. But that probably indicates to us, you know, something in us that that, that needs to change and how we need to cultivate this um this this habit this this virtue of of of, listen, of listening and then that will probably help all of our human relationships as well if we become better listeners if we become sort of able to to truly listen um so i think it's really really helpful that if we're going to have more scriptures on the on the airwaves and um and for people to to listen to the to the to the bible yeah and then by all means pick up your bible afterwards and go and read that again or and ponder on a particular um passage involved in a, in a in a sort of prayerful meditation on them using lexio divina but do listen listen first listen first so there's my third uh resolution is to li- learn to listen better as well father toby i do want to say so i've been listening to father mike schmitz and he is a great guy and everything but listeners, our radio listeners, I've 
ha- I've been so blessed these last two years, well, all my life, with having such wonderful priests, lay people, catechists, deacons, sisters, fellow youth group teachers. I've been so blessed that they also have such, if you sit down and discuss or let them speak to you, and if you listen, they you have just as much of a blessing in them as you have with Father Mike. He, Father Mike is lucky to have a, a microphone, but as you heard from Father Toby, he is such, just as good as hearing and explaining the scriptures. Your priest, I'm I'm positive that if you actually have that time with your priest and maybe ask them about this script or ask them a question, that they have just as much charisma, just as much holiness, whatever, that they can also communicate with you. So take that time to spend with your local parish, with your local fellow human beings, and you will probably find You've got your own little Father Mike Schmitz, your very own Father Robert, Bishop Robert Barron, your own Father Toby in your parish as well. So um, just a little side note on on that. <laughs> but Father Toby, we've run I out. Thought, of- I, th- I thought what you were going to say was, you know, in the in these past years, I've been I've been so fortunate, so privileged, you know. <laughs> listening to uh, people say things in English accents and just <laughs> listening to the scriptures in an American accent just sounds wrong. Well, um, I was... but, no. <laughs> but you, you are actually, you actually hit it on the head. When I went to church in America, I kept thinking, oh, I need my British accents back. <laughs> so it is. Well, particularly in Savannah, Georgia. Well, yes. Yeah, so oh my goodness. God. The Lord was speaking and I, li- I did listen and I cringed. <laughs> But no, 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 no. Um, yeah. So we, whatever. What uh, Father Walter is at Saint Lawrence now, and he is from Nigeria. And when he's when he's talking at first, Father Toby, it's very. Uh, you have to get your brain working. My brain has to work a little. I have to adjust my ears. But then, if you if you pick something up from what he says, and you smile or you nod your head, he clicks onto that. <gasps> And then it's as almost as if he's like, okay, yes, I'm communicating with this one person. And then he becomes really alive and it's beautiful. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Father Walter, you're doing a great job. It just, just takes me a little while to key in. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we're, we're running out of time. There's some yeah. fantastic Nigerian priests in this country. There yeah. are, there are, they are. All right, Father Toby, we've run out of time. Would you mind uh, uh, giving us a New Year's prayer, a New Year's blessing for our listeners? Okay. Lord, as we as we enter this period of of, of ordinary time, um, may we continue to give thanks for the the great gift of your nativity, the the great gift of your incarnation in the world. Um, but grant us the the courage, the the fortitude to to keep living out the gifts that you bestow upon us in in the ordinary, and help us by your grace to to transform the the ordinary into extraordinary acts of love to to bring about your kingdom on earth. And we ask that we never lose heart, that we always remain attentive to your word, your your word which guides us into the way of truth. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Toby. Thank you, listeners. Have a blessed day.